Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Marquito. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Episode 166 of Switchcraft is also brought to you by the NES Archive. Join me on my journey through the North American NES Library one game at a time. Uh, the NES Archive is basically I am looking at uh, each game for the Nintendo Entertainment System that was released in North America and doing some research about it and talking about it on over on YouTube. Uh, you can find the show at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. I have finished all of the launch games so far, uh, although there is some um, argument as to whether or not Mock Rider is a launch game. I did not include it in the launch game list, so I, I will be talking about Mock Rider soon. Uh, but I I recently posted uh, my video all about Super Mario Brothers. It was a really fun video to research and record. Uh, so make sure that you check that out. Again, that's over at youtube.com slash run jump stomp. Switchcraft is recorded live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whenever I can get around to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, just like Kodiak Moonwolf, Vaxer, Awate86, uh, Aerslia, Harvey P27, I like, no, like Jet Ski, Marquito, who is a patron and patroned patroned i don't know if that's the word he's the patron for this episode um mikey b playing no hero uk for the first time nurse fern i haven't seen you in a while fisto is here super 80s wyvern rip snarl is also here thank you guys very much for hanging out with me while i record the episode um usually this is where i do feedback uh i'm saving the feedback for the end of the show today uh i figured this is actually going to be a, a shorter than most episodes uh so i've got a few uh responses that people have uh emailed me and uh, i'm gonna talk about that at the end of the show so after all the news stuff is done stick around for some uh some feedback from you guys <laughs> All right, sports fans, we've got uh, a big decision for you to make. Are you team soccer or team baseball? Now, if this is a worldwide event, when I think that it is, um, I'm pretty sure that soccer is going to win. Baseball is America's sport, but at the same time, baseball is also huge in Japan. But soccer is huge all over the place, so... Uh, the newest Splatfest, which is happening at 9 p.m. Pacific time on April 6th, uh, is going to be Team Baseball or Team Soccer. Now, for me, I don't really care which one. I suppose that I will pick Team Baseball out of nostalgia because when I was a kid, we would play the hell out of baseball in my friend's backyard. He had this huge, long backyard, and uh, we would go out there and play baseball like 
all day, every day for hours and hours. So much fun. Uh, like we even had like uh, bass lines from his dad uh, had bought like uh, a bunch of spray paint cans and we would go out there and spray paint bass lines in the grass so that we would uh, have have the lines to run on and then after a while um, we would mat down the grass and you would have like actual dirt to run on uh, when we were playing baseball and we we would have ghost teams and stuff and it was just so much fun Uh, baseball is definitely something that uh, I I played a lot of when I was a kid, and soccer was never something that I cared about. However, my son plays soccer. He really likes soccer, and you know, every once in a while, we'll go out to the soccer field and kick the ball back and forth, and that's also fun, but I don't have any nostalgia for it, so I'm going to be team baseball uh, all the way, and that's if I even participate in the Splatfest. Um, I, I'm having a lot of fun with Splatoon, but I've also been having fun with other games as well. Uh, so most of the time I forget about the Splatfest. Like I, I talk about it and then I forget that it's happening. Uh, so uh, yeah, well, let's see what chat's saying. Uh, oh, where is it? Uh, Wyvern Rips Gnarl says football. He wants me to call it football instead of soccer. I'm sorry about that. Um, let's see. RJS's own Sandlot. That's right. Uh, so I'm going to say team baseball. I think it's going to be fun. And if, if it's anything like the other splat fests, I will play Splatoon and then forget that it's a splat fest, which happens to me quite often. Uh, speaking of Splatoon, uh, this morning, uh, I was, oh gosh, who, who posted it? Let me go to the channel and it was Hopple in our Discord. Thank you very much for posting this, Hopple. Uh, posted the European World Championship or the European Championship uh, of Splatoon 2. And I watched a few rounds while I was eating my breakfast this morning. And it was actually pretty fun to watch. And, you know, I, I've recently have been watching more uh, Overwatch League, uh, which is really fun to watch as well. But the one thing that I really liked when it, and yes, it's not a direct comparison. They're very, very different games. But one thing that I really liked about Splatoon versus Overwatch League is Overwatch League often shows you the view of the player while they're playing. And it, it, it kind of takes away the big picture. Like you can't see everything that's happening in the big picture. And of course, every once in a while, they switch to a different camera and you can see the big picture. Um, whereas today when I was watching the European uh, championship, uh, you, they didn't focus on the players as much. They zoomed out and showed what was happening, uh, from above. And it really gives you an appreciation for what's going on in the game, especially like if I was watching overwatch league and they focus on tracer, like the, the people who play tracer are a special kind of people. And I cannot follow what the hell is happening on the screen when I watch somebody else play tracer. So I very much appreciated it that we were getting to see everything from a point of view that we don't often see when we play or watch Splatoon. Um, The winner uh, was a a German team uh, known as Gucci Gang. And so they are going to move on to the uh, championships, the final championships, which will be held at E3 this year. And there's a ladybug in here driving me crazy uh so we have that to look forward to and then one more thing about splatoon is this was really weird they had a a concert with the uh with off the hook 
uh, that's uh, Callie and Marie, or maybe they're the Squid Sisters. I don't know. Uh, they had Callie and Marie there. No, not Callie and Marie. Marina and Pearl. They had Marina and Pearl there, uh, like, I don't know, like up there like they, when they had Tupac show up as a hologram. And they had them dancing up on the screen, which was which was cool, but they were like giant. And it made me wonder for a second, how big are the squidling people things? Because whenever I think of the squids, I always think of them as these tiny little things, not human-sized things. And ha- seeing them up on the screen was... It was just weird seeing them be large. And I, I'm just curious what you guys think. Did you ever think of these as human-sized uh, characters? Or did you always think of them as, like, tiny? Because for me, I thought of them as tiny. And seeing them large was off-putting. It was strange. I didn't like it. Speaking of tournaments, there is an arms tournament today. This is uh, according to um, Nintendo Versus. It says, attention fighters, don't forget to tune in this weekend. That's actually today, 3.31 today at 10 a.m. Pacific time. So in about two hours, if I am doing my conversion correctly, in about two hours from when I record this. So by the time you listen to this, it'll probably be over unless you're here for the live show. And why aren't you here for the live show? Um, But there's an arms tournament today. So make sure that you tune in over. I'm I'm sure it will be at uh, twitch.tv slash Nintendo. Um, Just close the chat because it's going to be filled with horrible people, I'm sure. Uh, But there's an arms tournament today. And I like watching arms tournaments. I've actually started playing arms again. Um, I uh, put it in my uh, console last night and sat down. And uh, my wife was sewing something. So I couldn't sit down and watch something with her. And my son is not feeling well, so he was sleeping. Uh, so I popped in ARMS, and I played that for a while, and I had a lot of fun. ARMS is really good, and it's one of those games where even when I take some time off, after one or two matches, I felt like I got right back to my rhythm. Splatoon's kind of the same way. Even if you take a little bit of time off from playing, I mean, not if you're playing at, like, tournament levels. Like, you definitely want to practice all the time. But if you're just some casual schmo like me... Uh, then taking some time off and coming back to the game, it it I was able to compete. I was able to win a few. I was playing ranked, and I was able to win a few matches. I lost a few matches, and generally I had a lot of fun. And there was a couple of uh, couple of matches where it was like a real nail biter, where I was uh, fighting against uh, somebody, and it came down to that last punch or that last block or that last dodge, uh, that kind of thing. So. Um, make sure that you check out the arms, uh, tournament today. If you are watching it live and if you are watch listening after the fact, I'm sure it'll be posted to YouTube. Um, and if you don't have arms right now, it is on sale. I mean, you can get it for free. Like the, I think the global test punch is happening right now. Um, so that's awesome. But, uh, if you want to buy the game, it's also on sale right now. So if you are uh, excited about ARMS, make sure that you check out the North American Switch eShop. And today you can purchase the game for 30% off. So that's uh, $41.99 or $39.99 if you are a My Nintendo member. 
I, I don't know what that means. Um, as opposed to the normal $60 for the game. And so the game will be on sale until April 6th at uh, 8.59 a.m. Why didn't they just make it 9 a.m.? That's weird. Uh, Pacific time. So uh, make sure that you pick up that game if you haven't, or at least try out the demo because it's a really fun fighting game. And it would be a shame if uh, you never got a chance to try it out. So make sure you try it. And then if you like it, you pick it up while it's on sale. Man, so much multiplayer stuff to talk about today. It's... um. Uh, Rocket League has given us a little more information about their tournaments update. So I'm going to read exactly what they said. This is posted from the official site. Uh, So they said, next week's tournaments update is going to be one of our biggest ever, and Rocket League players on Nintendo Switch have a little something extra to look forward to. Once the update is live on April 3rd, so that's in like four days, Awesome. Uh, Nintendo Switch players will have access to new video quality graphics options. Specifically, after the update is installed and ready to roll, you will then be able to see Rocket League's video quality to either the default performance setting or the new quality setting. Uh, The performance setting is what we have already. So that's what we are used to now. And that means that you always have 60 frames per second, which... For a game like this seems really important. Now, what do we trade off to get that 60 frames per second? We end up with dynamic resolution. So that means sometimes when you are playing the game, the resolution will decrease in order to maintain those frames per second. Because if you drop frames, um, you might miss the ball and that could cost you the game. So who knows? Uh, Now, there's also going to be a quality setting. And in the quality setting... um, let's see i lost my place uh if so they said if you're more into detail and less about those extra frames enable quality and this will cap the frames per second at 30 so now instead of having 60 frames per second it'll be 30 frames per second so the game won't look quite as fluid excuse me it won't look quite as fluid uh but it will lock the resolution of the game to 1080p in docked mode and 720p in a handheld mode which is really cool. Uh, They go on to say that, uh, and I've lost my place again, quality mode will also enable several several graphics features automatically, like lens flares, light shafts, dynamic shadows, depth of field. Along with the new graphics options, we're also bringing video capture to Rocket League on Switch. Okay, I'm going to talk about that separately in a second. Quality versus performance. I Maybe they should have a Splatfest for this. Because I want to know what people are going to do. Now, I have long been a proponent that as long as you have a stable frame rate, it is more important to have that than to have a high frame rate. Um, And it seems like I've never noticed any frame dips with Rocket League when I've been playing. I've always had steady frame rate. I don't know if it's always been 60. They say it has, so I'm going to believe them. Um, But... It's always been stable, and that's what's important to you or important to me because when I'm playing, as long as the frame rate is even, I can make predictions about what's going to happen. My brain can fill in the gaps between those frames. Now, going from 60 to 30, will I notice anything? And I'm sure that there are people out there who absolutely would notice something, but for me, 
I really don't think I would notice the difference uh, as long as it's a stable 30. If it's always 30, it doesn't jump up or down, uh, then I think that I'll probably be able to play just fine. Now, something else to say about Rocket League is when you're playing that game, uh, I've been playing it on my Switch quite a lot recently, and I honestly don't notice the lower resolution graphics because the game is just so fast and you're so focused on what you're doing at the time that it really doesn't dawn on you that the game doesn't look as good as it possibly could. And this is somebody who played the game originally on PC. So... um, what am I going to do? Well, I'm certainly going to check out quality mode and see if I if I really care about the 60 frames per second versus 30 frames per second. And if I don't feel like I'm missing anything, then I will probably leave it on quality. But if I feel like it's it's um, uh, a worse, what's the word? I uh, a worse experience, then I'll switch back to performance. But you know what? I really appreciate Psionics uh, making this happen, uh, giving us the option so that people can play the way that they want to play. And they are quickly becoming one of my favorite developers because they have um, they, they do loot boxes without making it feel dirty. All right. Uh, they have um, uh, microtransactions uh, without spoiling the gameplay experience. And they have really good communications with their player base. And then on top of that, they are continually supporting... They could have put out Rocket League the way it is right now on the Nintendo Switch and never worried about increasing the resolution or never done any of this. And they could have said, hey, this is what the Nintendo Switch can do. We're just going to leave it like that. And nobody would have known any different. And... They didn't have to do any of this. And so Psionics is quickly becoming one of my favorite developers. It's a shame almost that they only will ever be like, I worry that they will only ever work on Rocket League and we won't see any other games from them. Uh, That kind of sucks. And then the fact that they're adding in the the ability to do video capture. I'm so happy about this. And you want to know why I'm so happy about this? Because there's been many times when playing a Rocket League and I have nailed some crazy goal and then I've gone to hit that button and it says video capture is not an option in this game. And it's just, you're just, oh man. And I know that you could always save your replays but i don't know that just seems like too much work it's much easier just to hold that button for a couple seconds and then you can post it to twitter or whatever so i expect that we're going to be seeing a lot more uh of those captures shared on twitter uh i hope that that psionics is smart though and that when you go to post whatever video it is it says hashtag rocket league hashtag nintendo switch Uh, Because sometimes it just says hashtag Nintendo Switch about whatever game I'm posting a screenshot from. And it doesn't say what game I'm playing. And then I have to go through and type in the, the game's name while like with this terrible controls. And that's always annoying. So I don't want to do that. So Psionics, if you're listening, and I know that you are, just make sure you include hashtag Rocket League, hashtag Nintendo Switch so that I don't have to type out Rocket League. 
not that I need to type out Rocket League. I guess I don't. I could just leave it hashtag Nintendo Switch, but whatever. Typing on the Switch is not a fun experience. And yes, I could get a USB keyboard for it, but then I'd have to have a USB keyboard on my desk someplace, and I don't want that. Whoa, nice graphics. I'd like to get my hands on that game. Well, I'll tell you one place that I'm not going, and that's PAX East. And it's not because I don't want to. It's because... I'm a teacher and it's hard to get away. I've got a family and it's hard to get away from that too. So I won't be going to PAX East. But if you are, if you're going to PAX East, then there's going to be some games for you to play at Nintendo's booth. And I just want to let people know what games they are so that you can show up knowing ahead of time. Uh, The games are Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition, Sushi, uh, Sushi Striker, The Way of Sushido, uh let's see dark souls remastered um wolfenstein 2 the new colossus will be there travis strikes again no more heroes will be there there's a lot of things in parentheses here it's hard to read through uh snk heroines tag team frenzy crash bandicoot insane trilogy and there will also have some indie titles available at the indie or i'm sorry at the nindy arcade part of the Nintendo booth. Uh, They will have Just Shapes and Beats there, Dead Cells, uh, The Messenger will be playable, Lumines Remastered, Runner 3, West of Loathing, Pool Panic, Pode, Garage, and Next Up Hero. These are the games that you'll be able to find at Nintendo's booth. Uh, If I were going, what would be the games that I would check out? I would definitely be checking out Dark Souls Remastered. I would definitely be checking out Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. I don't have that on my PS4, and I've considered getting it for my Switch when it comes out. Um, but I, uh, I, I'm having trouble making a decision because that's not a game I really care if I can take with me. But if it has motion controls on the Switch and it doesn't have motion controls on the PS4, then I will be getting it on the Switch because I love motion aiming when it comes to you know fine motor skills for aiming uh like a first person shooter kind of game i really really like that so uh if it doesn't have that on the ps4 and it has that on the switch then i think that will make up my mind even though it won't look as good as it would on the ps4 uh i've never played a travis strikes uh, or a no more heroes game so travis strikes again i'm interested in checking out but i don't know that i would jump in line for that just because I'm not super excited for it. I tell you what I would not be excited for, and that's, um, oh God, where were we? Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. I don't care about that even a little. Uh, SNK Heroines looks kind of cool as a fighting game, but again, it, that kind of game doesn't really appeal to me. There's way too much, um, you know, quarter circle forward and that kind of thing. I very much prefer fighting games that are more simple in the button inputs and uh, complex in uh, timing and distance between the characters. I think that's more uh, more important. Um, Vaxxer says I should go on a school trip with my students to PAX East. That is a great idea. I can't and I cannot imagine how that could possibly go wrong. Vaxxer, I will make sure that I let my administration know that that's what we want to do. I'll have to find some way to relate it to geology, though. Um, All right, so if you are going to PAX and you are going to see some cool stuff while you're there, I would really, really appreciate it if you could tweet at me, email me, 
um, all of the ways that you can normally get a hold of me, which I'll talk about and at the end of the show. Um, just make sure that you do, because I want to hear about your PAX experience, because I can't go. All right. What's it like to play the Nintendo Entertainment System? In the future, all of our main titles will be released on Nintendo Switch. This idea is that what we have created for 3DS will move over to the Nintendo Switch. This is from the CEO of Level 5 Entertainment. Uh, so they are going all in on Switch. Now, some people have said, what, does this mean that they're going to be a Nintendo exclusive? I don't think so. They make games that are on other platforms. Uh, I think that what they're saying is from here on out, anything that they would have made for the 3DS will come to the Switch instead of the 3ds and i think that what the, what they are also saying is anything that they make for other platforms they will also port to the switch so that be, because hey it's the fastest selling console of all time and uh nintendo's knocked it out of the park and they would be foolish not to capitalize on that so uh look forward to some more games from level five i know a lot of people are big fans of theirs uh, i haven't really played very many level five games but from what I hear, they're an excellent developer, uh, so I'm happy to hear that they're going to be bringing more stuff to the Switch. More stuff on the Switch is always a good thing. Yeah! And that's it for the news today. Uh, let's jump in with feedback. We've got uh, just a couple of emails, and if you want to email me, you can do so. Uh, runjumpstomp at gmail.com, or you can call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260 260- Seven eight six fifty eight sixty seven. You can also join the Discord at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. You can tweet at me at runjumpstomp on Twitter. Uh, I got three emails here, so I'm going to read those. Um, this one's from Rob. He says, greetings. Greetings. Uh, I just got done listening to your podcast, and I must say I really enjoyed it. I've been listening to you for about three to four months now, and I enjoy pulling up my podcast app to see when the new show is up and ready to download. Thank you so much for what you do. Well, thank you, Rob. I appreciate it. Uh, then they went on to answer a couple of questions that I asked. They said, favorite non-Nintendo game on the Switch? Uh, they said Celeste and Stardew Valley. They couldn't decide between those two. Uh, Stardew Valley is fantastic. I have not played Celeste, but everybody says it's awesome, so... You're probably right there. Uh, most anticipated non-Nintendo game? They said Octopath Traveler. I definitely agree there. That that looks like a really, really fun game. They said two games that I'm excited for whenever they decide to drop on Switch, Pokemon and Fire Emblem. Pokemon, I think there's a chance that we will see that this Christmas. And uh, Fire Emblem, I, I thought that we would have heard about something from it by now because they said that we were going to be getting a traditional Fire Emblem on the Switch this year. And they said that quite a while ago. So I'm surprised that we actually haven't seen... Uh, Fire Emblem for Switch, uh, like traditional, not Fire Emblem Warriors style, but just the traditional turn-based tactical RPG Fire Emblem on the Switch. Like, we're going to hear about that at E3. I almost guarantee it. Um, then they said a new game idea, so bear with me. Uh, consider these games, Destiny or Mass Effect mechanics and setting. So a very smooth shooter with a third person's perspective in a sci-fi setting. That would be cool. I would really, really like to see uh, a sci-fi shooter on the Switch. Uh, they're not saying Destiny and Mass Effect. They're saying that kind of mechanics and, mechanics and setting. Uh, and then they also said Overwatch, crazy characters and ob objective game modes. Um, 
God, I, I've been playing so much Overwatch on my PS4 lately. I, I absolutely wish that Nintendo would bring it to the Switch, but I don't think that they ever will. Um, they've they pretty much have uh, Cap, Kaplan, Jeff Kaplan uh, has basically said, look, we are supporting three platforms right now. That's taking a lot of our brain power and we just can't afford to uh, port it to a fourth platform and keep all all four of them at parity. So I don't think we're going to be seeing Overwatch on the Switch anytime soon, but I would love to see an Overwatch style game. Uh, so he says you take those two things and you mash them together. You put you throw them in a blender, and then you get a third person sci-fi objective based multiplayer game. Um, he said this could be in a MOBA style or offer other game modes. Rob, I think you got a, a, a hell of an idea there, and it's definitely something that I would check out. Um, then Doyle's Bane said in an email, they said my response to your non-Tendo questions are. Since you guys already discussed SteamWorld Dig 2, I would go with Celeste as my favorite third-party game. I consider it an absolute must-play with quality that stands shoulder-to-shoulder with SteamWorld Dig 2. Two amazing games. Man, a lot of people really like Celeste. Uh, number two, he said, my most anticipated upcoming third-party game is Hollow Knight by a pretty wide margin. Have you seen this game? It looks stunning. I can't wait to play it. I have seen a little bit of it, but overall, I've just been kind of ignoring it while I wait for it to come to Switch because I've heard that it was coming to the Switch and I've heard that people love the game. So I've just kind of filtered it out of my, I don't know, my brain space so I don't have to think about it. Uh, But when it comes, I'm sure that I will pick it up and uh, check it out. Uh, Third, he says, my dream third-party Switch port would be Red Dead Redemption. I know it's a long shot, but I can dream. So I'm going to assume that you mean the original Red Dead Redemption and not the new... Well, okay. So for those of you that don't know, Red Dead Redemption was actually a sequel. There was another one called Red Dead something else. I can't remember. Uh, And it was supposed to be pretty good, but then Red Dead Redemption was like an amazing triumph of an open world game set in this cool Western fantasy. Uh, And it looked really cool. I played a little bit of it. I didn't like it because it's a Rockstar game and I don't like their controls for the most part. Like their controls just, there's something in my brain that doesn't get with the way that they like to control games and I just didn't like it. It always felt like I was controlling my character from about two feet behind them, uh, which I was not a fan of. However, I will say that I hope that Red Dead Redemption, the one that was on the Xbox 360 and the PS3, I hope that comes to the Switch because a lot of people missed out on that game. And a lot of people say that that game is fantastic. So being able to bring uh, a whole new set of people who missed out on this really cool experience, um, bringing that to Nintendo for a lot of people who didn't get that the first time around, that's going to sell really, really well. And I think it would be uh, very good uh, for, I keep wanting to say take two. What the hell is the name of the company that that makes it? I can't remember now and I feel dumb. Uh, so anyway, I can't remember. Moving on. Um, the original game was Red Dead Revolver and then this is Red Dead Redemption. But now... I forgot. We also have a new Red Dead game that is coming out um, on PS4 and Xbox One. And I think it's just called Red Dead Redemption 2, which is weird because I guess it's a prequel to Red Dead Redemption. Uh, The way that they've got things set up is very confusing, but that's beside the point. Um, 
I don't think that we will ever see that come to the switch uh at least not this switch if they ever have upgraded switches down the line then maybe but i don't i don't see them bringing it to the switch anytime uh in in the near future but maybe red dead redemption one all right thank you very much for emailing me doyle's bane uh we've got one more email um and you know what i did not write down who this is from so thank you to you for emailing me. They said, Hey, RJS, big fan of the show, and I really appreciate that I can trust your opinion on games, even when I don't always agree with them. I would never have bought ARMS, but your consistent praise praise of it uh, made me say, what the hell? And I went for it. I absolutely love it, and I am hopeful for the future of the ARMS franchise. Anyways, I stumbled across this and thought you might like to take a look and maybe give it a plug on the show. I just learned about this game and I'm not affiliated with it in any way aside from chipping in $15 to hopefully get the game. I love to, I'd love to see it on Switch, particularly the level editor, and I appreciate if you consider mentioning it. I completely understand if you prefer, prefer to stay away from endorsing something like this, but I'm hoping they'll reach their goal. Thanks. And the game that they are talking about is on Kickstarter. And some of you, just from the things that I said about it, may have uh, figured out what game it is. And that's Chicken Wiggle Workshop. This is from the developer Atui, who made um, Zeo Drifter, one of my one of my favorite uh, Metroidvania games. Really, really fun game, Zeo Drifter. They've also made some other games as well. Um, the, uh, oh my gosh, the Mutant Muds series. Uh, they also made the Mutant Muds series and, uh, they are headed by this guy named Jules Watson. Watson. I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, but I always see him posting things on Twitter. He seems like a genuinely, a genuinely nice guy. Uh, and I guess that it is really, really close to meeting its goal. So, wow, holy cow. It is really close. Uh, they've got five days to go. And in order to get this game on the Switch, uh, they uh, are asking for $30,000, and currently they are at 29475 So I think it, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to make it. It's going to make it. That, like, all they got to do is get $500 more. I mean, if I were the developer, I would probably just, you know, I would go to my mom or something and be like, hey, mom, here's $500. Can you just, can you make this happen for us so that we can... Uh, get this game made for this Nintendo Switch. Uh, this game already came out on the 3DS, and it is supposed to be pretty good, but it came out at the end of the 3DS's life, and it's too bad because, from what I hear, it's a pretty fun game. Now, uh, the way that the game works is you are a chicken, and you have a worm, and I don't really know how the mechanics work, but it has level editors, so you can build your own levels and upload them, the, them to the internet, kind of like Super Mario World. So this is a game that I hope comes to the Nintendo Switch. I'm not going to kickstart it, though, as I don't kickstart stuff. Um, that's just something I've always stayed away from, not because I think kickstarting is bad. Um, I don't want to buy a game months and months and months before it can come out if that makes sense but if you are the kind of person that kickstarts games and or or things like that and and you don't mind throwing 15 bucks uh, at this developer uh, they're definitely a good developer and i am a big fan of uh, the games that i've played from them so i have no doubt that chicken wiggle will be pretty good and it looks like it's going to be coming to the switch as well so thank you very much for that email 
And thanks to everybody else who emailed me as well. Uh, that is all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that uh, you would like me to discuss on the show, please let me know at one of the ways that I mentioned earlier. Okie dokie. If you're looking for ways to support the show, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Once you're there, any of the links that you follow from there will directly support the show and... Uh, one of the ways that you can support the show is by checking out my Threadless shop. This is where I sell a couple of t-shirts. Uh, go to runjumpstomp.com slash threadless.com or you can just follow the link in the show notes if you're lazy like me. And what you can do there is you can check out a brand new shirt that I designed. It is basically, I used the... I used the font that was very much like Nintendo's old school uh, original font for the front of the Nintendo Entertainment System, and I typed two letters, NX, and then I recolored those with a little bit of design to have them have the red and blue of the Switch. Now, for those of you that don't know, uh, originally, the the uh, Switch was called the NX. If we go back to when Suraturo Iwata was first announcing that Nintendo was partnering with uh, DNA in order to bring Nintendo properties to mobile platforms like Android and iOS, um, he also said, and don't worry, investors, Nintendo is not getting out of the console hardware market. We are working on something. It's called the NX, and that is all we are going to say about it right now. That was the code name for the Switch. And then that's what everybody was talking about uh, back before it was real. Everything was just rumors and scuttlebutt until right up until that moment where they showed that guy uh, playing uh, Zelda in the park instead of hanging out with his dog and you know showing um, that woman bringing her switch over to the uh, rooftop party across the street. You know, uh, up until then, it was called the NX. So it's it, there's nothing on it about my podcast at all. There's nothing, no run, jump, stomp or anything on there. I, I thought this, this was something that anybody who likes the switch could probably enjoy. And so we've got this red and blue NX logo uh, t-shirt which you can pick up over at my Threadless site uh, so make sure that you check that out. I'm out of here. I will see you guys on Tuesday. I hope you all have a great weekend and there goes my voice. Bye bye. Bye bye.